DJ and PK brought to you in part by Zero Res. A clean home is a healthy home, and right now Zero Res is cleaning carpets for $33 per room. Mention DJ and PK when you call and get a fourth room clean for free. Call Zero Res today to schedule your cleaning at 801-288-9376. Getting a lot of feedback on Morgan Scally. Uh, he's getting his pay cut from $1.1 million to $525,000, but he gets to keep his job. He'll still be the defensive coordinator for the U. He does lose the coach-in-waiting status. He had a, a, a deal uh, in place with Mark Harlan, and he was all lined up to be the next guy. So that's out the window. Uh, but what do you think of the penalty? Did the Utes get it right? Is there something else you wanted to see? Uh Seabed 27 says half a salary cut, but only half of that's being donated. Actually, less than that, 100 grand of it's being donated. Harlan's is looking for a budget cut in disguise. Well, it's probably a happy assist in these uh, times, PK, but I don't know if it's that simple. Just a budget cut? Mm. I think that situation came about there was an opportunity to save money. I don't think that he was looking to Aaron says, I'm really surprised Morgan Scally was not fired. Won't something like this be used and absolutely destroy them in negative recruiting? Aaron, you're not the only one wondering that. And I think... That you got to look at Kyle because Kyle was asked along those lines uh, in the press conference. And, and, you know, his point was, well, there's always negative stuff out there. You know, there's there's always perceptions or negative recruiting. We know it exists. Uh, John Robinson, a long time ago, the longtime USC coach, when he went to uh, UNLV, was asked about that. And he said, literally anywhere you are, there's something that can be used against you. Everybody's got to battle it. And this is a guy who was at UNLV that had no rep and USC that had a fantastic rep. Uh, But there's still stuff that can be used against you. Even when you're at a USC, oh, you're not going to get any playing time. You're going to be buried on the bench because they got so many athletes come here and play. Or USC isn't in a safe neighborhood. There are a couple things he heard all the time when he was SC. You know, at UNLV, nobody cares. They've never won. You can't turn it around there. There's something everywhere. So are they going to hear it? Yes. Uh, But Kyle's already weighed this and thinks that they can recruit. And he's been recruiting for a long time. So at minimum, he gets the benefit of the doubt on this one, PK. I mean, if you want to watch it closely and see if they take a hit, you know, go ahead. But uh, Kyle certainly weighed this, and he's confident. You could tell that from his answer. Yeah, I think this program has never been in a better spot, actually, to recruit. And I think we're seeing that. And I think they, they overcome it. It's, it to me... It's like, don't go in like with the honor code and pretend it doesn't exist. You know, basically put it on the table at some point, if not immediately. And with Morgan Scally, put it on the table. Say, yeah, this happened, and here's the deal. Call these uh, ex-players and see what you think and so forth. I, I, I really don't think it's a big obstacle. Uh... Narth Fader tweets at us, typical Utah fashion, dropping the ball on issues that they need to take a real stand on. They have Lauren McCluskey's blood on their hands already. They'll never get another dime from me. Anyone looking to buy a lifetime's worth of youth memorabilia? Mine is for sale. That's probably the strongest negative reaction we've got right there. 
all the way out. But that thing, that McCluskey deal, has zero to do with the athletic department, zero to do with the football program in particular. I don't see how you draw that connection. Well, because they're going to be on the football program to, you know, every everything at the U is rotten, basically. I mean, selling a lifetime's worth of youth memorabilia, they're they're all the way out on the entire university. You're right. The McCluskey situation doesn't have anything to do with the football team. It doesn't. But this is bigger just being upset with the entire university. Okay, so what do you want? You want do you want the elimination of the football program? Do you I, want Kyle fired? Do you want Morgan fired? Do you want Harlan fired? What do you want here? Uh Rob, this is from Rob C at Utah Ute 40. He doesn't spell it out. I assume he wanted uh Morgan fired. I haven't heard anyone that wanted Kyle fired over this. I assume he wanted Morgan gone. On well, the other end, why stop with Morgan? <laughs> on the other end of the spectrum, Brian says Morgan's a great coach in person. He made a mistake. I'm sure he feels horrible about. I'm glad he stays. So he wants him back. Yeah, me too. Uh, do we put Shreve Shaw in there too? Where do we go? Uh, you start chopping heads. You're just going to. There'd be people who would not be satisfied if they just let Morgan Scally go. They'd want more? Yeah. Yeah, because it wasn't like he was the only one. I got to say, I didn't hear anyone else calling for other people's jobs, but maybe I just missed it. Well, I'm I'm bringing up the subject. You're, the buck stops with the football program. Shouldn't Kyle have known? He didn't know all these seven years. Should we hold him accountable? Where do you go with this? If if you went down that if you went down that road, and obviously the text was intended for somebody else. Well, that person uh, shouldn't that person have run and told the uh, the athletic director and the school president and the head coach and and who knows who else. Uh, the NAACP, where do you want to go with it? These are all questions I think you have to throw out there. If you're going to go, you're just going to take this one guy, boom, you, boom you're out of here, and now we've solved everything? I, 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 I don't see it, man. And li- listen to his apology. Listen to his voice. Basically what you're doing as you listen to that, and they put it on, they allowed our station to run it. They put it out there. When you listen to Morgan Scowley talk, what you're doing is you're getting an inside look at the man's heart and character. And that wasn't good enough for you? Come on. Uh, More feedback coming here. Uh, You can tweet at us, at David DJ James. Now we know the going rate for dropping N-bombs up at the U. Post Stockton right there with the uh, <laughs> with the pretty cynical view. You want to know what the rate is? Mm. Yeah. yeah. Really? Come on. Uh, I can tell you now that basically the, the, the staff has been put on notice. There's zero tolerance going forward, and there's going to be no excuses whatsoever. So if you even think about it, no matter who you are, what you look like, what your skin color is, none of that matters. Boom. Anybody on the staff, it's not going to happen. Aggie Coog says, does this mean he can never get the head coaching job at Utah? It seemed a little unclear to me. Uh, I think 
it is unclear because the guarantee, the, the guarantee, the promise, whatever word you want for it, that's gone. But you know, who knows who will be making a head coaching decision in however many years. I don't, I think it has to remain unclear. I mean, look at the uh, basketball program, right? They've had three head coaches over 15 years, right? So over the next 15 years, how many coaches is Utah going to have? And who's the AD going to be over those 15 years? And who's the president going to be? So, yeah, it's going to stay unclear. Yeah, and I don't think there was 100% guarantee anyway. There never is with those things. It's like what you said a couple segments ago. They announced stuff like that, and we've seen that done a handful of times. I'm sure a quick Google search, you could probably find five or ten of them. Jimbo Fisher, Will Muschamp. Jimbo Fisher with uh, Florida State. Yeah, Yeah. Fisher and Muschamp are two of the most high-profile ones. But there are many others, you're right. There are other ones out there, and they often don't work for one reason or another. Frequently, the person gets tired of waiting, and goes Jimbo. and takes another job. Well, Jimbo forced essentially Bobby out to take the Florida State yes. job. Yeah, so those things, you have to see how they play out. It was nice to have in your back pocket, but you don't really know for sure. Who's to say you didn't get a better offer for uh, wherever, or someplace else in the Pac-12 between now and that time? Was he just going to sit there and wait? Maybe he would have, but maybe the offer would have been such a killer offer that maybe he would have taken it. At Washington, I don't know. Just pick a school, whatever. Who knows? Someplace else, some other conference, Oklahoma, whatever. And so we don't know what's going to happen, nor do we know what's going to happen now. Uh, Aaron says, I'm just really surprised Morgan wasn't fired. I'm surprised you're really surprised that he wasn't fired. Because if he was going to be fired, he would have been fired right away. Well, by that's time, one thing. By the time you get here, it's like, well, obviously they're trying to keep him. But just, for, and, and okay, fine, put that on the shelf. I agree with that. But just the idea of mercy, redemption, allowing people to recover from a mistake. If someone apologizes and you buy the apology and you realize in your heart that other man, that other woman, it's totally sincere. Don't they have, once you accept it, the opportunity then to make good on it? Aren't you extending that? Maybe I'm just getting soft as I get older. But well, you, you man, are that's get, the way I see it. You are getting softer as you get older. I don't think that's uncommon. I think as you get older, either because of your own personal experience or because of the experience of people around you, family, friends, coworkers, I think... A lot of people realize as they get older, holy cow, you, you better throw somebody a bone because you're going to need somebody to throw you a bone at some point. Or, or throw it to you know someone you care about a lot. Was this that egregious? And the investigation that they did as far as, you know, we're, Lacey's coming on in an hour or so, well, they basically shot down his claims Right? Can't you conclude that? Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. I mean, we can talk with him about how he feels about that. But, yeah. Uh, that, I guess the thing I go back to with all of this is that uh, nobody we talked to, and we had him on the show, right? Yep. And we had on, I think, do we have three? How, how many players do we have? I right. can't remember. We had on Hobbs and yeah. Eric Rowe. Yeah, okay. Rowe. So we had three players on. Uh, and Andy Phillips. Well, I had Andy Phillips as well. Okay, yeah. so four. So, but nobody that we spoke to said they wanted him fired. 
And to me, from the first time we talked about it on, PK, on, on TV, PK, I told you, this isn't something you and I get to decide. You know, this is, this goes back to, it's what you were talking about with the, uh, with the Washington Redskins. Not everybody finds that nickname objectionable, but there's a group of people who do find it objectionable. It's referencing them. So I think what they think really matters. And it doesn't matter so much what I think. It matters what they think. And they want the name changed. And here, okay, a lot of people could be offended when they hear that. There's a group of people who you know can take it much more personally. It's directed at them. What do they think? Now, they talked to, I think they said 35 former players, coaches, right, were interviewed in this. we, We talked to a small fraction of that. But if we don't talk to anyone who lets them go, who thinks he should be let go. And they're right in the middle of it. It references them. They do see him in the building at the hours when, you know, Morgan's line. What, what time was it that we we're not in the building? 530 on a Tuesday. Yeah. 530 on a Tuesday. We don't know what's going on. Okay. They probably do know what's going on at 530 on a Tuesday. And, and it references them. And so if they say they don't want him fired, I think I need to take my cue from that. If they say they do want him fired, if all those people come on and say, they do want him fired, I think we need to take our cue from that. It seems yeah, pretty clear cut fine. to me, but obviously not to everyone because you can you can look at our timeline here. Yeah, but I think those people also don't know the man. Listen oh, the people me. who are tweeting at us. Go yeah. listen yeah. to what he said. He knew full well he was going to get emotional, and he probably didn't want to, but he couldn't help himself. Man, if you can't extend mercy to somebody like him, who the hell are you extending mercy to? DJ PK, it's 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Keep your reaction coming. We'll get to more of this coming up later in the show. Craig Bowlerjack is joining us next. Stay with us. Basketball is back. The Zone Sports Network is keeping you up on all the latest news with the Utah Jazz in the NBA. This is a back-to-basketball update. Oh, he never looked at the net. Presented by Zions Bank. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. ESPN's reporting the NBA will spend upwards of $150 million on the Orlando bubble environment at Disney World. The bubble has seven practice courts, three game courts and arenas, plus the NBA is providing meals, daily coronavirus testing, other medical support, security, transportation, and entertainment for more than 1,500 people during the height of the event. Denver Nuggets star Nikola Jokic has not returned to the USA yet, but head coach Michael Malone said he's not too concerned at this point. He said Jokic, who tested positive for COVID-19, is feeling great. The expectation is to join the team for their flight to Orlando next week. Houston Rockets swingman. Thabo Cephalosha, former jazz man, has opted out of playing in the NBA restart, while the Lakers hope the center Dwight Howard will rejoin the team in Orlando and said they will not pursue a signing of a replacement player for Howard, who is reportedly weighing his options. That is your Back to Basketball update, presented by Zions Bank on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. For a bank that understands your business, Zions Bank is for you. Now let's get this party started. This is Hans Olsen and Scotty G on the Zone Sports Network. I want to apologize to the young men I have coached and I'm coaching currently, and I express to them the complete embarrassment I feel for having hurt them and my fellow colleagues in any way. I apologize. 
obviously a very emotional Morgan Scally. There is a question of can he do his job moving forward? Recruiting is the number one issue that he has to worry about. But I still believe that he can walk into a minority's home with this one moment seven years ago included, but his entire history of the corners that he's built, the safeties that he's built, the men that he's built. And he can get the backing of guys like Sharif Shah. And he can get the backing of his current players. And I believe that he can continue to do his job in recruiting. Hanson Scotting. Weekdays from 10 to 2 on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Surrogate Networks is home to complete business, telecom, and IT solutions backed by an industry-leading SLA that guarantees the uptime your business needs. It's effective communications for 21st century Utah. Get started now at surrogatenetworks.net. Time to welcome in Craig Bowlerjack, TV voice of the jazz. Join us here on 97.5 at 1280 The Zone. He's on the Sprint special guest line. Sprint makes it safe and easy to get to what you need online. Visit Sprint.com for online services and local store availability. Bowler, good morning. Hello, guys. How are you? Good. So, Bowler, you travel around the NBA, right? And you see the the gazillion-dollar arenas and the multimillion-dollar players, and you see everything that goes into a game-day event, right, which is a million- or multimillion-dollar event in its own right. But does it still blow you away when you find out that the league's spending $150 million on the bubble in Orlando? Yeah, yeah, it's it's a huge amount, guys. It really is. It's a it's a billion dollar league, and so 150 million must seem like not maybe that much to those who are involved. But still, it's a huge undertaking, expensive, uh, every other day testing. Um, think of the rooms. Think of the food. Think of the people that have to, you know, again be there to help support this experiment as i kind of like to call it and with cases you know continuing to be on the upswing you know i was just stunned yesterday that uh what forty thousand cases a day in the u.s i mean it's it's amazing right now so let's just hope you know that it works itself out because it's a huge undertaking and i've got to salute adam silver for the plan i mean it's going to be you know i'm sure it's ever changing but when you read it and you see all the things that have gone into this to, to even get to this point, uh, it's, an, it's an amazing uh, undertaking that looks like, you know, they're going to be able to try to pull it off. You're a sports figure in this community, so people want to know what you think. What do you think of the Morgan Scally ruling? Well, PK, I tell you, I thought about it a lot yesterday, and I, I find it interesting that on one side um, there are companies that will not – um, you know, of course, um, you know, any type of racial comment will not be tolerated. Uh, in other cases, you get second chances. And for the University of Utah, I don't know the entire, obviously the entire investigation of what everything was said and done. I know he got a lot of support from a lot of people, including African-American athletes. And so I know that he took a pay cut. He gets a second chance. He's not the head coach in waiting, and I'm sure he's on a very tight uh, suspension or, let's say, probation um, in this matter. So, you know, the U must be satisfied with the uh, the investigation to, to, to take it to this level and to support Morgan at this time. I know there was a lot of athletes that came to his, uh, to his uh, support, which in the long run may have been the most important thing of all. Uh, Morgan... 
uh, when I covered him and when I've talked to him, and but it's been years ago. I mean, I found him to be a straight-up guy and an honest guy and a fun guy and a, and a and an individual who I thought understood, you know, the game. And also, uh, I guess what I want to say is the team concept. And I didn't ever feel that there was any issue there with him and black athletes. I didn't see a note yesterday. I think Hans Olsen put it out that uh, what thirty-one of thirty-five signees that he had brought into the program uh african-american athletes black athletes so you know it's 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 a it's a it's a a thin line you walk in this world we live today and i i just have to trust that the university of utah did their due diligence and uh are satisfied with the outcome So in your experience going around the country college, calling college football games, which you did for a long time, do you find this an unusual outcome or are all these things kind of a one-off and the situation matters and you can't really compare it? Um, I think from my experience, uh, DJ at CBS and, you know, at Fox and ESPN actually in those early days, you know, this is something that was never discussed. Um uh, you know, I got into the network level at CBS in 98, ESPN about 90. And, you know, this was not a topic of conversation. And it is now obviously in the forefront of our discussions on a daily basis. And, you know, I think you and PK both as writers and broadcasters, um, you know, there was a day that the, the biggest discussion in sports was basically Michael Jordan's dunk on ESPN. And then there was an issue that I had to add to my verbiage, I'm sure you both did too, was the word alleged when domestic issues would, would break out or drug um, you know, um, deals that went south and players were suspended or let go by franchises. And then all of a sudden now the racial issues have become very prominent uh, with Colin Kaepernick and beyond. So it's kind of been a progression um, in the sense of issues in society which sometimes reflect what goes on in the world of sports. And uh, I think I've obviously myself as a broadcaster, uh, I've, I've become much more in tuned with the issues of the day. Now I will say this, that I can't hold a blind eye to the fact that my ears have heard many things throughout my career from fans, from coaches, uh, and passing on the football field especially. Uh, emotional, raw, all the above. And uh, you kind of just kind of look over and go, wow, really? That was just said. Uh, you know, I sometimes have been amazed of fans who own the player's jersey. And I've talked to players about this, that – you know, that they can cheer you one minute and, you know, beguile you the next, ridicule you the next, PK and DJ. It's an amazing thing about fans, fanatics, fan, fandom. Um, so, you know, I, I, I'm always learning. I mean, I, I've always been amazed at the psychology of sports, and it still is so prevalent today, even more so. Um, but, yes, I've heard my fair share on the fields, on the, in the arenas, and um, I think it's just been ongoing. Uh, now it's become more prevalent in our world today. I know that the, the league, the NBA, wants to continue to make sure that social injustice is heard, and the players in the league have agreed to to paint, you know, Black Lives Matter on the on the arena floors uh, in, in Orlando. So this is ongoing. And I and again, I think each 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 situation 
from what I gather, is judged individually to answer the question. And I think Utah must have felt that Morgan was a straight-up guy through investigations and interviews with him and his former players. And I think they felt like they got the right answer. I'm fascinated by how you say the Black Lives Matter being painted on the court, and we know that many have spoken out how they want to continue it. They don't necessarily want the games to push that stuff back. They want that stuff that's important uh, issues out there to still be on the forefront. But I'm wondering how do you think the fans are going to receive it because We've had NBA players speak out on social issues, but it's sort of been done on their own time. And maybe they will have a T-shirt in the lineup, layup line, and that type of thing. But it hasn't, I don't want to say infiltrated, it just hasn't permeated the actual games. And I'm wondering how much do you think it's going to be involved in the games and how will fans receive it? Some obviously receive it well, some not. Right. Uh, some will and some won't. You're right. Uh, and it's it's something that the the players I think demanded uh, with Adam Silver and the NBA to not let uh, and again with a situation that's that's really been boiling over the last uh, six weeks is that the players did not want the message to ease because they were back on the floor playing they wanted the message to continue so that's one way to obviously the eyeballs will follow the court and they will. The fans will obviously read this multiple times throughout the course of the game. So you, I think you just hit it. I think it's going to uh, be fine with some fans and not fine with others. It will be a storyline, in my opinion, when we start calling games on July 30th on the fans' reactions to the whole experiment, PK and DJ. I, I, I You know, this is something we've never – witnessed we've we haven't lived through it we soon will and all these answers will or all these questions will have answers to it i think you're going to find positivity negativity um throughout the the whole course and also the other the other stories will be covid uh will players jump the fence and leave the bubble uh damian lillard didn't think yesterday that uh, all players will abide by the rules man there are so many things that are going to be on display uh, in Orlando that, you know, it's, it's just going to be an interesting experiment of, of the humankind, if that's the way I can put it. I, it's, it's not going to be easy. Let's just say this. The mental strain, I think, will start to show up about a month in. Um, and, again, I, I, you know, I've only been away from home twice, 31 and 32 days during the Olympic coverage in Atlanta and uh, Lillehammer, Norway. And it was, it was, it was tough. Uh, and I still had freedoms to go outside and do my work, obviously, and, and eat and, and stroll the, you know, the, the Stortigata in, in Lillehammer and, and, and interact with people. But I can't imagine, um, the bubble, um, 30 days in, I think you'll see some, some guys and people, uh, support staff. It's going to be a real test. And, you know, whoever ends up standing at the end of this, uh, in October, you know, I'm going to applaud the fact they got through it. The final two teams that play for a championship, if, if in fact we get that far, uh, and COVID 19 doesn't disrupt, uh, the whole bubble experiment, uh, you know, I think fans should really appreciate the fact of what, the teams went through uh, to get that far. I really do. 
So are you with Giannis Antetokounmpo then that this is going to be the toughest championship to win, even though you don't have to do the travel and you're not in the hostile arenas with you know fifteen or 20,000 people screaming at you, that this will be uh, really difficult in its own right? Well, I think the fact there are no fans, DJ, I think puts it to another level. I mean, I think that sometimes you, you most of these athletes, again, as we've all traveled through arenas, and stadiums is is one thing. I mean, I, there's a way to block it out. In fact, some athletes will tell you that, look, during the course of a game, you rarely even hear what's happening, uh, you know, unless you allow yourself to during a timeout. And then you kind of go back into your own world, your own focus. So, um, yes, I would stand by Giannis's opinion that, I think this may be, it will be the most challenging championship just because of the circumstance, the unknown. Uh, you've got to fight. And look, I've had people tell me, look, what are you talking about? You know, military. And that's true. I mean, come on, a deployment for six months or a year, I can't even fathom. And the fact that you're fighting for your country and trying to protect your own life. Uh, that's, that's a whole nother ball game. Uh, this one is just intriguing for professional athletes because, again, they have not gone through this type of challenge. And I, I, I believe whoever stands at the end with the Larry O'Brien Trophy, that, you know, they'll put an asterisk on this season, but I don't think it should be one of shame. I think this will be quite intriguing to see who mentally as a team fights through to win this thing. I really do. Yeah, because once the ball goes up, it's all about winning and the team that plays better than the other team is going to win. So once you have a form of competition, the competition is real, even if the circumstances surrounding it aren't. Good point. And, you know, PK, the other thing is when you're playing with a roster of what is it going to be, 17 because they're going to expand it, and, okay, let's say still the core nine. The, the bottom line is, are everybody, is everyone on the same page and do – do all the players have the same goal here, or do they want out? Do they want to lose so they can go home? That's my point about the mental strife and the mental challenge, I think, in this whole uh, Orlando bubble is that, yeah, okay, I'm in, but are they really? Are they really? And, you know, we've talked a lot about the Jazz, and they've gone through their own hell, by the way, because they this all started with the Utah Jazz. You know, I was there. Uh, I saw the faces. I saw the stress uh, of March 11th in Oklahoma City. And I wonder, though, if what they've been through as a team already won't help them in this situation in Orlando. And the only only answer I can have is we'll wait and see. But I think they may have one-ups on some because they've been through a stress, a very stressful situation, lived it, uh, and bonded over it in many ways. The other question is, can, are Donovan and Rudy on the same page? And again, that question uh, will get some answers here soon, too, in reality, when you see them play on the floor. So it's intriguing to see where the Jazz will be in all this, too, because, again, I think ex- the, the, the experience in Oklahoma City has got to have some impact going back into this thing uh, when they look at each other and say, okay, uh, we've done this before in our own special way. Let's do it again. And that could play a factor and the outcome of how this, how the playoffs go. This won't be as scary as that, right, Buller? No, <laughs> no, that was a bizarre night. Uh, it's all, it was surreal. It was like a movie. Uh, I was just waiting for Spielberg to step out and say, uh, "Cut," and 
it never happened. Um, but, you know, being there and living through that, just seeing everybody's faces, and, and you really get an interesting uh, understanding of how everyone um, handles the moment, the stress, the unknown. And that, that to me, was the most intriguing part of, of the entire you know, 20 plus hours that, that we were there and going through the testing and, and really, you know, not just the unknown at the time. So um, if it should play. I think, it again, and with Quinn Snyder's leadership, guys, that night in OKC, I mean, he was he was the guy. I mean, he he took it. He he, he owned it and he gave us the confidence and uh, the, you know, to try to take the stress away to say we're going to get through this together. And his leadership, his leadership was outstanding. Uh, I've got to salute him. And I think what that does is carry over to what's happening now and how this team is going to respond when they get to Orlando on the 7th. Bowler, as always, we appreciate it. Thanks for joining us, and we'll uh, talk to you again next week. Guys, appreciate the deep talk. Uh, it's a different world. It used to be pretty simple watching highlights and calling, uh, calling games, but uh, we're living life, guys. And uh, well, I appreciate your time. Thanks. Craig Bowlerjack, TV voice of the Jazz. Join us right here on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Take The Zone with you wherever you go. Let's go. Download the all-new Zone Sports Network app on your phone and get live streaming of The Zone as well as podcast editions of every show. From Salt Lake to Shanghai, Provo to Portugal, or Ogden to Oslo, wherever you go, we'll tag along. Let's go. Download the new Zone app by searching Zone Sports Network wherever you shop for apps. It's the Zone Sports Network app. From 97.5, 1280, the Zone, and the Zone Sports Network. DJ PK, it's 97.5 and 1280, the Zone. The Zone Sports Network is here to support local businesses. Back to business gives business owners the opportunity to promote their business during these unprecedented times. And huge brands is a company you should know of. Well, actually, you know about them a little bit because they, they did the shirts that many of you picked up at our remotes. They're formerly Spilt Inc. They're located in Mill Creek, uh, 50 West, 3900 South, Custom merchandise shop offering screen printing, embroidery, stickers. And these days, of course, they're doing custom face masks. They also do hats. Uh, you can email them, info at hugebrands.com or visit hugebrands.com uh, for more info. Uh, they made all those DJ and PK for those about to talk shirts. And uh, the masks were up on Twitter yesterday. That's their deal, too. Uh, all of this presented by Zions Bank. For a bank that understands your business, Zions Bank is for you. And if you'd like to have your small business mentioned on air, visit 1280thezone.com for more info. All right, PK, we're heading into the holiday weekend. We're not going to have a Friday show. We're not going to be able to talk stats with David Locke tomorrow. I find that personally disappointing. I know. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Uh, We're going to have to hold off for a week on that. And we've got an interview with Ryan Lacey coming up next to talk about uh, Morgan Scally and the... uh, the teleconference yesterday. So we'll get to that in a second. So any any random things you need to discuss, anything you want to talk about, this is your chance right here. You got a couple minutes. July 4th, yeah. I mean, it, it, is, it is as Americana as Americana gets, right? They don't sell, celebrate July 4th holiday in, in Canada or other places, do they? Mexico? I mean, obviously not in Europe, but I mean, places close to the U.S. Canada had Canada Day yesterday. And we don't celebrate Canada Day. Right. 
Australia has Australia Day. I think their Independence Day is in January. So everybody's got their own deal, PK. That's yeah. the way it works. So it is our, obviously, it's our unique holiday. And those those are things that, man, every year, how do you not look forward to it? It, it, it absolutely is. And I know this year is a crazy year, and so it's not going to be the same. And it stinks. You know, gosh, we know that so many people would go to the ballpark to watch fireworks. I've done that where you go out, uh, speaking of the Bees Ballpark, and you go out and then in the, you, you get a blanket and you go down and you lay out on the grass in the outfield and you watch the fireworks above you. I mean, that is as cool as it gets. Uh, I'm still going to try to have as normal a holiday as possible and uh, maybe play a little golf and and then scarf down. You know, I'm not uh, – who's, uh, who's the dude who eats all the hot dogs? What's his name? Joey Chestnut. Yeah, Joey Chestnut, yeah. Going for his I mean, 13th record, 13th title, I guess, this yeah, weekend. some outrageous amount. It's I can't even watch it. It's disgusting to watch. I'm with you 100% on that. <laughs> I can't watch it either. Make it three. <laughs> two hot dogs and I'm done. Thanks. That's good. We're good. Two. Yeah, only, two. Only two. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I, I don't think I could eat That's two. I, I don't think I've ever eaten two. Okay, now wait are a minute. You, so you wait, hot dog wait you both said the same thing, but you meant different things. So what? you're one hot dog. They're just one. I'll do Me? two. Yuck. Yeah. Do you do like three or four? Uh, if I was if I was starving all day, I could eat three or four. I would probably stop at two, though. I'm, yeah. I, I enjoy hot dogs. I know a lot of people don't. Well, I'm going to miss a Dodger dog, man. I love Dodger dogs. But yeah, a hot dog on the grill? Absolutely. But the reason why I can't eat more than one is because I'm not just having exclusively hot dogs. You know, there might be some corn, saying, yeah. some beans, some potato salad, oh, there some you regular go. salad. Potato uh, salad. Yeah, yeah, there's talking. other forms of food that are going to fill up my gut that then I won't go crazy on the hot dog. So, yeah, I'm just a one hot dog dude. But, yeah, as, as Kevin James once said in King of Queens, uh, he's looking at the hot dog. And he says, man, if loving you is wrong, I don't want to be right. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fun show. I'm a little like overstated, but okay. Which, which I always thought that show never got its due. Uh, Amen. As far as one of the better sitcoms. because I, I mean, I love that show. It's based out of New York. Sarcasm is so big. But, yeah, he looks at the hot dog, and that's what he says. So even though we can't have the traditional normal July 4th, I'm going to try to make it as normal as possible because it's that important to us. It's who we are as Americans. Maybe we can find some stuff that could somehow bring us together because we sure got enough stuff that's dividing us. Fireworks usually bring us together. Where are we going to go for fireworks shows? Well, I assume they're not having them, right? There's actually a big one going on in Utah Valley at three different spots. The Freedom Festival, and only the Stadium of Fire, they decided, you know what, we're not doing the show, so we're going to do three, I guess, shows in conjunction at three different areas in the valley. Spread people out, so to speak. Yep. Huh. Yeah, no Stadium of Fire. I think Salt Lake City had some big show that got canceled. They canceled theirs, yeah. Yeah. Got to be fireworks somewhere, though. Be smart. Oh, look at Yach pulling a little TV. Be careful. I, I, I just had two <laughs> fires burn up communities nearby my home. So get your fireworks, huh? You know, well, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't ever do any of the personal stuff. I'm talking about the big You're ones in the, the big sky. Shows, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so I, I, I don't do any of that. Utah Valley might be your spot. People. Curbside stuff, anyway. So I'm. I'm not going to start a fire there. I'm talking about the big stuff in the sky where people go ooh and ah. 
All right, DJ and PK, coming up next, Ryan Lacey is going to join us. Former Utah cornerback, talk about Morgan Scally. Stay with us. It's 97.5 at 1280 The Zone.